Welcome to All Things Leadership, where together we will explore and discover what leadership is all about so that you can start leading the life you want to live. My mission is to inspire, motivate, and excite you to become the best version of yourself at home, at work, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jamie Smith. Now let's talk leadership. Hey, y'all. So November is National Gratitude Month. So I found it only fitting to talk with y'all a little bit today about gratitude, but also I'm going to talk with you about how you can get through this holiday season with a little more grace and a little less stress. First things first, the practice of gratitude. I've talked to you guys about this before, so I don't want to spend too much time here, but gratitude is such an easy habit to put in place that only takes like five minutes out of your 24-hour day and it will end up filling you with so much more than five minutes worth of joy in a day. I think that's the part that I want to stress the most. Gratitude practice is not just about taking those five minutes and being done with it. It's about the impact that those five minutes have on the rest of your day. I've been practicing gratitude for a long time now, and it feels like a perfectly autopilot part of my day now that I enjoy so much. It's made me a more positive person. It has made me seek out more to be grateful for throughout the rest of my day, and it's even livened up some pretty mundane tasks for me, like washing the dishes, for example, or waiting at the water dispenser at my fridge. I'm not joking, y'all. I heard once on a podcast, I think, that if during those moments where you're just sort of idly waiting and you tend to let your brain just wander, and typically you're thinking about what you need to get done, what you're worried about. So rather than that, try focusing instead on something that makes you feel good and practicing gratitude during those mundane moments um, is something that was recommended once. So I do that now, and now I've done it so much that it becomes natural. So yeah, picture me standing at the fridge waiting for my cup to fill and I'm literally going, oh, look at that oven mitt, how pretty it is, how thankful I am to have been able to buy that souvenir um, on my trip to Disney or wow, what a pretty day it is outside. And yes, this is real. I'm actually doing this during those lulls of my day, if you want to call it that. Um, And I think that I attribute it to the fact that I start my day that way with gratitude first thing in the morning. And so it carries into those other parts of my day. So if you want to practice gratitude in the morning on paper, like I do, in a nutshell, all you have to do is write down a few things each morning that you're grateful for or that you're celebrating or that you're thankful for, blessed to have, whatever it is. I actually created a little journal entry page, including this gratitude practice in a printable PDF. So if any of you would like access to that, it's attached for you in the show notes. Now let's get into how we are going to give ourselves more grace and move forward this season with a little less stress. The holidays are a stressful time of the year and we can get bogged down with all of our to-dos and all the extra stuff that gets added to our plates as if we weren't busy enough, right? We also tend to set very unrealistic expectations during the holiday season that cause a lot of unwanted stress. So how do we get through all of the hustle and bustle with grace instead of overwhelm and chaos? 
Well, we start by practicing gratitude and picking up this new habit now if it's not something you're already doing. Having a moment amidst all the chaos of the holidays to stop and remember all of what you have to be grateful for is so important and it can help you stay more level-headed during this crazy time. We can get so busy and so go, go, go that we forget to enjoy our days and we forget to be present because all we're doing is worrying about the future and what's happening next that we need to get ready for. This keeps our brain in constant stress mode. Being preoccupied with future worries all the time, that's not good for us. But intentionally, we can stop and think, look around and reflect on what we have now and what we can celebrate right now. It will help you move through the chaos of the holidays with so much more grace and less frustration too. I feel like holidays are kind of a triggering time for everyone, just meaning we get annoyed more easily, like in holiday traffic, for example. Practicing gratitude will even help with how you react to that car that just cut you off. Holidays require a lot of patience out of everyone, and let's be honest, patience is not a strong suit of ours as a culture where technology has made everything available to us so much quicker these days. But aside from practicing gratitude, and maybe working on your patience this season. Something that will help tremendously is actually planning out your events and to-dos. Maybe you use a planner or calendar and maybe you don't, but I recommend that if you don't, you adopt at least some temporary habit of writing down your to-dos ahead of time just to help you get through the season. And hey, maybe you'll see how helpful it was and adopt using a planner year round. I could not live without mine, true story. So where do you start with planning out your holiday hustle game plan? First, you want to do what you will sometimes hear me refer to as a thought download. Part of why we are so stressed out all the time is because we have all this stuff banging around in our heads about what we need to do and, oh, don't forget this or that constantly. And we're relying on our brain to store all that information instead of relying on a tool like pen and paper to store it for us so we can let it go and have that paper to go back to later rather than wasting brain power on remembering all of those things. That tires your mind out. And then once you have all of it written down, all your to-dos for the holiday, You go over that list and decide what needs to happen first or what can happen when, and you put days or weeks assigned next to each of those tasks. And then you just move forward with that plan of what day or week you said you needed to get what done by. You choose to get that done that day or week because this is the plan you set out to make you less frazzled and more efficient with your holiday planning. So once you have that list laid out and you have those dates attached to when things need to happen, do your best to stick to the plan. It's amazing when you get it out all on paper, though. It's really freeing to me to have it stored somewhere other than in my brain. And the other things I notice is that when I do this prioritization of what needs to happen first, according to those dates, I realize that had I not taken the time to do that part, I would have probably unintentionally worked on something else that day that really wasn't the most important thing and could have probably waited till later. We inadvertently put things off that need to happen sooner, so this whole going through your list and prioritizing it according to what needs to actually happen by when is really helpful in making the progress that you want and need to see with these tasks to feel less stressed. Another thing I would do is write down your gift shopping list. Seems like a no-brainer maybe, but I think many of us just wing it when it comes to getting gifts for people. I have to realize that not everyone naturally writes everything down like I do, so I think it's something helpful to suggest if you aren't already doing this. 
Many of us might just go out and pick stores to shop in and hope that we walk out with some great gifts, but this is not a foolproof plan, nor is it a time-saving plan. What if you thought about what you were going to get people ahead of time? What if you asked them what they wanted? Or if that's not your style, maybe you could just do some online window shopping to find gift ideas and find where to buy them and where has the best deals. And You can make your own written list of what things you need to buy for who, from where, by doing that pre-work. The pre-work saves you so much time on the back end. So once you have this list together, then you'll notice, hey, probably four of these gifts I can actually get at the same place. So now you can make one shopping trip for those four people instead of that being potentially spread across a few days to hopefully find something for those four people. And what happens when we just go out and aimlessly shop, too, is we don't have many limitations. We just get what we find. And we also do a little shopping for ourselves along the way because chances are we are going into some of our favorite stores. Am I right? So with this in mind, I think it's really a fun thing to allow yourself a little gift each year as you are doing your shopping for everyone else. Each Christmas, I tell myself going into it that I'm going to allow myself to buy myself one gift. Knowing this ahead of time and sort of setting this little rule um, that's also a reward lets me be more picky and choosy with what I want. And it's like I restrict myself in a way to having the urge to just pop things into the cart here and there. It's almost like the permission I give myself to get that one thing for myself wipes away the urge to just want to buy multiple items for me along the way as I tell myself something like, I'm not allowed to shop for me, and then I just throw it in the cart anyway. I think it's the resistance that you're not supposed to be shopping for you that makes you want to buy those things. So yeah, I think it's helpful for me at least to just say, hey, I get one gift this year, so I'm going to choose wisely on what I want that gift for myself to be. So you also want to assign a budget to yourself for all these gifts in an effort to not go too crazy with spending this season if this is something you are trying to minimize. Costs of everything have shot up recently, so I'm sure a lot of people are looking for ways to be maybe a little bit more frugal this season. And if you're anything like me, just hearing the word budget makes me cringe a little bit but I'm not talking about some crazy elaborate budget here, so just hang tight. Also, there are so many different shopping apps these days that you can shop for discounted items on that it wouldn't hurt seeing what you may be able to find on there. But one thing for sure that will help spend less is this thought out and planned shopping list, but also choosing a total amount that you want to spend on all gifts. And that's that budget I mentioned. And then you're going to want to divvy that up amongst everyone on your list as you see fit and go from there. Obviously, there are going to be certain people on your list, like, for example, I am going to be spending more money on my husband than probably anyone else, and that's normal. So I factor that in when I create the budget as a whole. More than just creating the budget, though, creating that total dollar amount that you want to allot yourself for the season of gift giving You need to keep track of your spending as you go. So actually writing down those purchases in your phone notes or taking pics of receipts so that you can hold yourself accountable to at least being aware of where your spending total is at all times with giving those gifts. If you don't track, you can easily go over your budget without meaning to, and that's disappointing. So there are so many apps meant for tracking receipts and spending, um, so look up some of those. Maybe that would be helpful for you. And putting this budget in place and tracking your spending also comes in handy for better preparing for the next year. 
If you keep track of what you were actually spending versus that budget that you decided on at the beginning, you can better plan for next time around and maybe start saving money for it earlier or being aware of what cutbacks you might want to make going into the next year. And when it comes to all of this holiday shopping that you're doing, set a goal for yourself on when you want to be done with all of the shopping by. I do this and it is so helpful. I also set a start date of when I want to start shopping so that I know I have plenty of time in between start and stop to get it all done. I usually start in October. One thing I do not enjoy at all is being up against the hourglass in the last week before Christmas, shopping in all the madness for last minute gifts or stressing because my online gift purchases might not be coming in on time. If you want to avoid all of this mess and stress and have a peaceful week before Christmas with your feet kicked up like me with a glass of wine because you got all your Christmas shopping done, then try setting a date for when you want to be done by. Just having that goal is really helpful. And then, of course, breaking down all of your to-dos, breaking down all of the Christmas gifts that you plan on giving, all of these things are going to help so much, but it's doing all of them that is going to make it a masterpiece. So you can enjoy that time of the year more fully with your family and with your friends. And actually, just as a little fun and helpful resource, I created a holiday to-do list and gift tracker list in printable PDFs for you that won't cost you a thing. So if you'd like some tools to help you make the lists and do the budgets, just like we talked about, I have those linked up in the show notes for you. I hope they help you as much as they help me. So let's all remember that as we put together our checklists and shop till we drop and put in work in the kitchens and stress over the family events, it's important to remember to not focus all your energy on all the parts about the holidays that overwhelm you or the parts that you dislike, but rather focus your energy on the parts about it that you do enjoy. Like perhaps you hate waiting in all the long lines on the roads and in the stores, but you enjoy the Christmas music playing in the background as you shop and the time that you get to spend with your friend shopping with you and how crisp and cool the air outside is this time of year. Or perhaps you despise driving or flying long distances, but wow, getting to see your family is so worth it. Memories are priceless. So what's the good stuff? What are those memory-making moments that you can remember to be so thankful for this year? Do you love spending extra time with friends and family? Do you love all the delicious treats and food you get to eat this time of the year? Do you love the holiday movies and shows? Do you like the cold weather? Do you love buying gifts for people? Do you love that you get to light the fireplace? Maybe once if you're lucky over here in Louisiana. (laughs) Do you love decorating your house? If you're a Cajun girl like me, do you love that it's gumbo cooking weather? Yes, I do. I need gumbo in my life. But I don't focus, y'all, on all the things that make me feel overwhelmed or annoyed because I don't want to be a Scrooge. I want to be filled with as much joy as I possibly can be. So I think about all the things that I love. Yes, traffic is bad. Traveling long distances to see family is not that fun. Yes, there is a lot to do. Yes, the lines are long. Yes, it's expensive. Yes, untangling Christmas lights sucks. Yes, you have to spend time with that family member you love to hate. And yes, this is a generally more stressful time of the year, but it doesn't have to be. The holidays were never meant to stress us out. They were meant to bring us together, to bring us peace and gratitude, and they were meant for us to give love, not spread negativity. So find more of those things you enjoy this holiday season. Be grateful and give yourself a little grace. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves during this time of the year. Whether it's over buying the perfect gifts for your kids that are going to cost you an arm and a leg, or worrying about the turkey not being cooked to perfection for your in-laws, 
You need to remember that you can only do what you can do, and you will do the best you can, and that has to be enough. But do your part to set yourself up for success this holiday season by doing some planning this year and turning the chaos to controlled chaos. I hope you got some helpful tips from today's episode, and if you enjoyed it, I'd love to hear your feedback. All I want for Christmas this year, y'all, is a gift that won't cost you a thing. Just a positive review. It'll give me one more reason to be grateful. And hey, if you enjoy this podcast, share it with someone you love. For more information on -on one-on-one or group coaching with me, you can email me at Smith at allthingsleadership.com or feel free to connect with me on social. Bye.